Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. Is your host Chris and Deepom here, and we are here to review season seven, episode eight of Agent of Shield. After and before, um, what are you doing here, man? This show. I thought we were going to be in closer time, uh, to closer to present. We're still in the eighties. Very much in the eighties. Still in the eighties. We we get um, we we, we get uh, Daisy's mom. Uh, Jay Ying, uh, and we have a young Gordon, um, and we get to see um, what Afterlife looks like in the eighties. Um, I wasn't ready to see Jay Ying the way we saw her because I keep forgetting that her power is eternal youth. Right, that th- I think that's what threw me off when I saw the preview before. I was like, "Oh, we're going to be in c- closer," and, f- and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, no, she can stay young forever, basically." <laughs> Because that's what threw me off. It's like, she's young, but, and, and so is Gordon. I was like, Gordon was not that young. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, but again, this is it's the small things that the show does. Like, when I'm kind of showing us that there was a problem with the Zephyr. And there was a problem with, there, well, is a problem with the Zephyr. And there is a problem with the time drive. You know, and then kind of the opening of this episode showing us what it did for them to go and find Mac. You know, it, you know, it, and so all that, you know, them jumping through this time, even though it was like a couple minutes for them, it was a year and almost two years for Mac and Deke. Right. You know, it, and it, again, that's the opening of this episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> at one point I thought, oh, say, oh, maybe this is going to be the entire episode. We're going to see what they did in that time in between. It's like, no, oh, no, 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 no. We, 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 we took care of that before the, before the commercial break. You know, I, it, this show never lets you worry about shit unless you're worried about where the fuck is Fritz. Like this, <laughs> at this point, we're not going to see Fitz until the last, the second to last episode. I'm, I see the last shot of the season. <laughs> Fitz is like, they're like, I don't know what to do. Mouse taking over the universe, and Max Fitz is just Fitz shows up with like a cable arm, <laughs> and he's like, I fix all that. Like what? I fix it all. We're good. Oh, you all got man. apartments in 2020. Congratulations! You here's your retirement and your pensions. What about you, Fitz? <laughs> Tom needs me, and then he vanishes again. Like, that's the last shot of the season. If that happens, I want a huge fucking check, Marvel. I, I hey, mean, outside, I, 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 that was a joke. But if that happens, I want a massive check. I mean, outside, outside of not having the powers, he's basically turned into Franklin Richards. <laughs> I, what's happening? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, actually, no. He's turning into Richard Senior, um, uh, into Reed's father. If you think yeah, about it, that's exactly who he is. If we, if we, if we're going to be honest about Nathaniel, it. Is it Daniel Richards? He is. He has turned into Nathaniel Richards, and this is God damn it. Oh man, so ridiculous. Really bad. Um, really bad. Yeah, I'm but really, I, like, I'm getting like upset. <laughs> And it's, I guess that's the point. It's working. But man. Oh my God. What? Oh my God, Chris. What if this is a Kang origin story? Well, so, so this is my thing. It's like I'm looking at how they're, they're, what they're doing and how they're changing things around. Like, whatever, whatever happens and comes out the other end, we've obviously changed time. You know, we've obviously done different things. Nathaniel, uh, Matt Malik is still alive. He has Daisy's powers. He is 
now because again we don't know when the the, the team is going to pop back out after this episode right um right. and so he nathaniel's working nathan's working with um with uh uh, uh sybil and now they've taken over afterlife and they have a whole bunch of and humans he can experiment on. And his whole thing is basically a redistrib- redistribution of wealth. And basically, and what's so crazy about this is when you break it down, you look past everything we've done, this is no different than the first few years, uh, first couple, first few seasons of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because that's what, that's what um, Hydra was trying to do. They They're were trying... The hits, man. Right. The Hydra was trying to, you know, control... Uh, who was um, who had powers and create their own army of powered individuals? Um, remember in the first season they were using we we tied it into extremists the extremist ser- uh, serum. In the second season though, it really was the idea of and that's why they got yo yo. That's why they got oh what was the other guy's name? Was it Gary? The the other um the other inhuman they had. The reason why they got them was because they thought that um Hydra. Was putting their going together their own, and they were putting together their own team of Inhumans. They put in the biggest hillbilly in the history of comic books, James Taylor James. Mm-hmm. Like, right. So, what we're seeing here is and something we've talked about before. While they're changing time, in some ways they're accelerating it, but not. And, and honestly, they're not really changing the results. Like these things happen, they're just happening before they should. It's you know what it is. It's the um, it's what it's it's what Thawne did on Flash. Yep, Thawne did the same thing on the Flash. It's the same events happening before they were supposed to happen. But as as Thawne even said, it's like uh, even though they're happening before they should happen, I'm still able to control it so that it's not breaking time. And right. that's kind of what. Is happening here with the sh- with the shield agents and the Chromicon with Sybil, like they're changing the times and have Sybil's, Sybil's enough. Like you said, you're right. Sybil's got enough information to where destroying time doesn't help her. Right. Right. Oh. So okay, and this has been an interesting thing to see. It's like as you because if you, if you just look at it, you know, by itself, it's like what are they really doing? What's really going on here? But like when you take the whole, when you really look at what they've done this season and where they've gone in, in time. You know, and even think of what they were doing with this episode with Jia Ying, they were when you find out that Daisy has a sister, and if yeah. Daisy, if Daisy still has her powers, are we down for a sister versus sister fight at some point this season? I don't think they got the budget for that. Well, see, that's my thing though. Maybe they do, because how much are you really spending on certain episodes? Yeah, we're doing like one. Like this is one set. The whole episode is one set. Right, and and I saw the preview for next episode, and and it's kind of going to see the same thing for next episode too. So maybe they do, you know? Maybe they maybe they do. And this is a remember this also this is a show that's always kind of had a limited budget, but has always done a really good job of use, utilizing that budget. So you know, remember you know when we had when we went into outer space, and uh, we were in the future, and we were in uh, on uh, the lighthouse, and 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 uh, when the Earth had been destroyed and cracked. You know, it was all one set and nothing like that. But we ended the season with Daisy turning into fucking Superman <laughs> against Graviton. So, so like, <laughs> oh my god, this show! Like, someone quoted me. Someone quoted something I said. I guess last week on the podcast about how defensive I am about the show because I earned that moment. 
Mm-hmm. I earned that moment, and I'm earning whatever the fuck happens here. Mm-hmm. Again, if it's Fitz's cable or Fitz's uh, Kang, <laughs> I'm in my coins. But <laughs> like, if this whole series is just a Kang fucking origin story, I mean, the whole point of Agents of Shield is to tell the story of Kang. Could time is not to be because Fitz told you, you know, you can't change time. What if he goes from the guy who says you can't change time to a man who knows you must conquer it? Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. This is fantasy booking, but holy shit, that'd be great. Um, big things from the episode. So Colson's gone full like emo teenager. Right, right. I had that in my notes. It's like, yo, so Colson is basically becoming disillusioned with being an LMD again. Which, can't blame him. I, I didn't say he was wrong. Right. <clears throat> I did have his Lieutenant Dan moment where he woke up and he didn't have his legs. <laughs> I was actually expecting that. That's how I knew something was wrong with him. He didn't make the joke. <laughs> yeah. He, he's turning into almost the way May was when she came back the last time. Right. Which is interesting because then we see May. And May's powers are growing yeah from a distance well so here's the thing too it's like so what did she and she said that um uh uh it was after that she started feeling it and kind of go my thing is as they get closer and closer to their timeline it does her does it become more powerful for her right you know i don't know Maybe it's just that just she's getting used to it or whatever causes happened with her. It's happening where it's like she's not a human, and but she's definitely an empath and can feel, um, without even now without even having physical contact. <clears throat> so, and she well another thing too when I'm thinking about it is like she kind of has when you think about it she kind of has gotten stronger with it because the first time we really saw her was that episode in the 50s when we saw Sousa, so it was like episode 3. And that's when she couldn't control it. When, she, when it happened, she was getting bumped by all those people and it was overwhelming for her. So as we kind of jumped and she's got more time with it, she's gotten stronger and stronger with it, but now she can really can kind of control it. And even when she was doing it um, in the episodes in the 70s, where she can really just touch somebody and actually know what they're feeling and thinking and go from there. And now it's like, doesn't you have to... Doesn't you have to touch you can just almost look at you and just or just feel feel it in whatever what you're thinking it's like may basically turn into a mutant yeah and that's where i i didn't want to say the word <laughs> i know i know we were both kind of dancing around we're both it kind of dancing around like <clears throat> you don't know what is actually <laughs> um but yeah i don't think they'll so paradoxically Kang is small enough to do on TV and mutants are too big. Mm-hmm. For introduction wise. Like if they brought Ian DeKaiser to the mo- to the movies as Kang and says, No, I know your shield. I know your Hydra. I know how it started, and I'm here to tell you how it ends. Holy shit. Yeah. Marvel <laughs> at D Palm 66. I got this. Do this. Well, the other good thing about this is it's the same thing that, I mean, you maybe don't introduce mutants and stuff that way, but the changing of time between this and Endgame can then give you a way in which those, because that's the other thing, too, that this team has been so heads down into what they're, they're doing 
they don't know of any other they don't they haven't really been looking at other chains. So this isn't like um Legends, right? When Legends comes into a, a new time period, right, they have Gideon, they scan the timeline and see what has changed from the history book that they know, right? This team isn't doing that. They're coming in and they don't know, and they only know kind of like the area, and not even like the last couple of episodes. They haven't done that because they're just jumping. Because like they're trying with, to stay alive, right? They're trying to stay alive, right? So, so they're not even doing that. And before then, they were jumping just to go to places and going like, "Well, why are we in this place? What do we know from Shield history?" And that was it. They haven't really been looking at like outside of that Shield bubble. What else is changing in history? What has has did 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 Wolf or Malik staying alive that long change any other pieces of history? You know the fact that you know they had Project Insight and it was going to start forty years before it was supposed to start. What what changed that? What what did that change cause going on from there? You know, so it's 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 wondering, and and we still don't know what else the Chromacons did in some of that time period when they jumped and stayed back to help Wolf or Malik. So I don't know. We don't, we don't, we don't really know outside of what's directly affecting this team. We don't really know what changes have happened outside. We know that that Shield is still on course right now, which is why Sybil is somewhat. Still, we know it's on a course, right on, on a course. Um, and yeah, so the whole thing was rippled in that waves, and that was a great idea until it became a fight for survival, right? And. It's like the uh, the Mike Tyson. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Right. Team got punched in the face. And we're seeing how the plan's going to has fallen apart. We'll see what the fallout of that is. But it's a very real problem and a very real thing that's happened. Because unless we're going to have some sort of mid-sex machina, things have changed irrevocably. Right. And you can't just say, we're going to kind of ignore it like we did with um, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. There's no something to the future to avoid it this time. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how it happens. But I think this could be the underpinnings or the beginnings of the first changes to the MCU that they're going to use to smooth out something. Um, exactly. Did you ever read the Jessica Jones series that came out after Secret After um, I did. That's what I was I only read parts of it. I didn't get the whole thing. One of the subplots, or one of the major, one, I guess the two-issue subplot, is a, a guy who was arrested repeatedly for, for going to the wrong apartment. And she comes in to investigate, and he says, you don't understand. I know what happened. I know reality changed. I remember everything. I'm not supposed to. And Jessica Jones doesn't even remember it. Mm-hmm. But she sends it to the right people. And they all get very worried. And it was like a subplot that they never really push up on, but like that's that's what this feels like. Because right. if you start it here, little wrinkles, little little things can be changed in the MCU. Little things they want smoothed out. Mutants come a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Scarlet Witch says more mutants during. Um. Vaughn division as opposed to no more mutants. Right. You don't know. Because what is Wanda in this continuity? Well, that's a, uh, Someone who's yeah. altered by an infinity stone. Right. And since Earth was ground zero for the usage of the infinity stones, it affecting the population differently is not out of the question. 
that effect rippling through time because of the Infinity Stones, not out of the question. Again, I've thought too much about this. Well, I mean, this is, this is a lot. So it's a lot because they've, well, they've been largely very responsible with their time travel. Right. Well, and the thing about it too is, even though this show is ending, it doesn't mean that what the show does ends there, because right, we have so much other stuff, and everything is now under the control of Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. You know that this story doesn't mean that it ends here, and and honestly, to to to, to, to people who are questioning that, I mean, look at what happened with Age, with with Agent Carter. Daniel Souza is on the shit now with the agents here, and he's got a new leg. Yep. I was waiting on that, too. I was cop during the Avengers event. I'm telling you. I mean, they, I mean, I they could do the first time. I'm getting more and more right. sure as things change. I mean, that, that could happen. What if he is? What, I mean, honestly, what if he's like, he shows up as a cop? Under the, I mean, it's not going to happen. It's not gonna, I'm telling you this right now. This is not going to happen. But it's like, in, in my head canon, he's a cop. Uh, during the first Avenger event, but he's not really a cop. He's one of he's part of this team, and they were doing something. And he oh, just, I love that thought. That's <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they, during during the Avengers, they're actually on a mission, like here, jumping through time. They're, they're some, jumping through time while the in-game crew is also, also jumping, jumping through, through time. time the <laughs> like we just see two Hulks in the background. Yes. don't mention it. <laughs> I'm just, God, this show has so many. See, this is why we shouldn't have this podcast. Right now, I start getting ideas and things like that, you yeah. know, so, I mean, why not, you know? And well, and the reason why we can have these thoughts is because, it's like, it, it's fun to get them out there because, one, we know maybe the show will do them, and if they don't, it's like, they probably got something even better in store. Yeah, and now I can be surprised because right. if it's what I want, I get to be right, if, and, which is fun, but if I, it's not what I want, then I get to be surprised. Right. Double win. I mean, it's a win either way. I've defended myself from all covers. Let's do this. So it was too great. Um, We talked about it before, but they did it earlier this season, and we we, we commented on then, but then they really do it this episode, and it's the team up between uh, Elena and May, Yo-Yo and May. Um, And it's so funny because they're also, when you think about it, they're the two that hold their emotions in the most. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, we find out that Jaiying is like, no, there's nothing wrong with you physically. You weren't really poisoned. It's all mental, you know, for you. And you have a mental block, which is keeping you from getting your, using your powers. And so May has to help her, uh, like, get in, basically get in touch with her emotions. Get in, and I love, I, I, what I love about it is it's a play on that, but then they did it better because there was like, I'm like, I'm not going to believe May and, 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 and Yo-Yo, Elena, are going to sit here and have this touching emotional moments as they meditate here that is i'm just not i'm not gonna feel that it just doesn't seem like in their character and then they're immediately like the same way going like we can't do this like it's yeah, worth me like <laughs> i feel embarrassed do you feel embarrassed i think it's your embarrassment but i also feel embarrassed yeah, for you it's like you had to touch me it's like you were just so you know, it was like i'm embarrassed for you like, it was some <laughs> shit. i was like god damn it man just, i love him couldn't you pretend and then and then it's like so what do they do they do instead of doing regular therapy they do therapy fighting <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? This is something whatever for them. Whatever it takes. Right, whatever it takes. And it, it, and it and lines up what they are. But then you also get these moments like, I have forgotten about the Ruby thing. And that was clearly mm-hmm. still bothering, you know, Elena. You know, losing her hands. The uh, killing Ruby and making that split-second decision. Um, what she did when she... Um, uh, 
when she stole uh, stole back the necklace and got her and you know, she believes got her father killed. I mean, you know, her uncle killed. You know, all that stuff kind of like, you know, fucked with her. And and this idea of her having to bounce back all the time, and then you find out that was a block, and and that her power don't actually she doesn't actually have to bounce back. She doesn't have to go return yeah. back to the spot she's in. That's been something that mentally she's kind of put that self on her. And um, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that because you got to remember, even in the comics, like Yo-Yo had some some her own little personal issues. That entire team did, right? And so yeah, it was it was the traumatized kids, right? Superhero team, right? And so I thought that was really great, kind of seeing how they expanded on that and having May. And again, this is a weird thing of having May. Um, Feel this empathy and work this way. Also, you gotta remember, you know, May became the cavalry after killing that inhuman child, and here she is now trying to save inhumans. So again, right. it's a nice little, nice little play on that. So I really, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy the fact that they, um, they teamed those two up, and I think it's good for for both of the characters and expand more. We get a little bit more about Yo-Yo's background and what's going on with her. Um, and it's just well, they've fun... been pairing them up a lot this season. Exactly, and it's been it's a good really, pair. I really enjoyed that. Right, been a really great, great pairing. Um, I love when, um, when so is getting ready, uh, getting the parachute ready for them to jump off the, the Zephyr. And he says to, uh, <laughs> Yo. says to Simmons, you ever jump out of a plane before? Twice? Only one of those had a parachute though. <laughs> Just. God damn. Uh, I was like, yeah, you're right. Those were, those were some times. It once was technically jumping to another universe. I don't even think that was that was Fitz. Oh, that was Fitz, excuse me. That was I Fitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Fitz with the that that was Fitz with the no look jump, <laughs> no hesitation jump no into the portal. Yeah, no. I think the first time was when um, Ward saved her, and another time she did have a parachute. But then I feel like there's a third because I technically when they when they got thrown out when Ward threw him out of the the, uh, the Zephyr one with the um, the bus with the in in the cube. I guess technically you don't need a parachute for that. So technically you weren't free falling. You were in some kind of thing. And they were right. talking at the bottom of the still, bottom of the ocean, but still, uh, that's still kind of uh, this show. There's so much. It's just so much. Um, let's see. Uh, still in a word of Daisy's powers are completely gone and Nathaniel has it. Cause if he's evil quake, that's going to be a fucking problem for them. I think it's going to be a fucking problem for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's using the powers with that finesse. When the gun fell apart, I was like, oh shit, it really is X-Men. Eric's here. Oh shit, we got mutants. Mm-mm. And it was him. Yeah. Because we only use Daisy's not finesseful. No, Daisy is. She's become finesseful. She has. Daisy's done that before. Not, her first instinct isn't finesse. Oh, I mean now, no. But like, yeah. But she's done that before. She's, she's done it before. Remember, she she's done it a couple times where she's she's kind of used some of her powers in like very That's delicate right, ways. Right. She's been very creative with the powers. I mean, the right, right. But but here's I the thing. Say, but, I keep thinking back to her supermaning uh Graviton. I just that, right, that moment, right, well right. we don't need him to be able to do that. Right. Well, it seems like he can though. And no no, because she was powered up by the extremists. Right. No 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 no, no I'm saying I'm we well, don't need him to superman. You're right, but like he definitely has finesse and he definitely can control oh, yeah. his powers a little bit and so he's very, very scary that he I has remember that. last time we were speculating like, oh he's got the powers and you know how to use them. He's figured it out. Well, he's got Sybil. Yep. Oh, yeah. it's a great point. I hadn't even thought about that in that right. respect. So it's like this is a dangerous pairing of of, of Nathan and Sybil that 
And now they have all, the, and, and now the real thing is he has all these inhumans that he can experiment on and, and, and build an army with, you know? And so this isn't Hydra with just some extremist, you know, latent soldiers. This is going to be Hydra with, you know, soldiers. True believer power. Right. And, and he's actually able, been able, and this is the, I mean, we, we kind of, didn't want to think about it too much because we were like, he hurt Daisy and then, you know, we, he couldn't really use the powers and stuff like that, but he was successful. Like, this is the, the, the scary part of, of, of Nathan is he's actually been successfully able to transfer in human powers to, he completed the work of Daniel Whitehall. He, 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 he did something that was mm-hmm. a goal and that should be very, very scary because we don't know when the agents come back how much time he's had to do that. And also, depending on how long they're gone, is 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 afterlife gone? Yeah. And then what what does that mean for you know? Because remember, the Inhuman Threat was a whole big thing about bringing Mac and the and, and Bobby and the rest of the team together with the new agents, bringing those two uh, two versions of, of Shield together. Hell, was because think of about that. what Mac was Mac said when they got the ship. Don't endanger Daisy's birth. Right. Now again. At this point, because she's had another daughter, could this be the moment when Jiayin goes and meets Daisy's father? And then they have a child. Like, I don't know. Like, there's so yeah, many different a lot things. of questions. Like, it's, part of the reason it's nerve-wracking is because we have so many questions. Right, because she's clearly has not been... But we trust in the answer. Right, she's not been... She's not been she, she has not been taken apart and put back together like she was before. But is this a part that gets that started? Is... Is the work that we think that we keep attributing to to Daniel? Is it really the work of Nathan? Because Nathan actually do it, and then the th- uh, uh, Daniel Whitehall uh, learns about it and then tries to reproduce it. Like, like we keep thinking that so many things have changed, but like, have they really? Because we didn't know what what happened with, um, we didn't know what happened with Afterlife before uh, in the eighties. So this is unknown to us. So maybe this is all part of that history because they were very very. Um, uh, anti, and they were already now. They're very, very anti uh, people coming in, uh, anti strangers, anti um, non inhumans coming in. Could could whatever happened during this part with Nathaniel be the thing that 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 really up that up that anti and made Jiaying more aggressive over you know also being taken apart and put back together or something. Then that would also make right. you pretty fucking aggressive, right? You know, so you know. What's happening here? She never mentioned her other daughter, right? So, now granted, it does say that her daughter was supposed to die. So, because Nathan stopped her from killing herself. But mm-hmm. again, it's, it's all very, this is all very intriguing. I'm just so very interested to in see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. Where's Fitz? Right. Where's Fitz? It, um, Simmons was writing, uh, was leaving him a message, you know? About this, and granted, and what she said was true. Also, that between time and space, they always find they each find other. They find a way. They find a way. So, oh, uh, Deke's nosy ass. <laughs> Sit down somewhere, Deke. Damn it! I mean, Let your grandparents have a conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Ah, uh, you don't have any more episodes left, man. Enough to tear our hearts out. Like they haven't gone for our hearts yet this season. Yet. <laughs> so I said yet. 
Because you know it's coming. All right. We got five episodes left, man. That's more than I thought. Yeah. Five episodes left. Five is a lot. For this show? (laughs) It's an eternity. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's 100% true. I'm very, very scared. Very scared. So. Yeah, I think that's the appropriate reaction. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we do have one email that came in. Let me read it real quick about this. Gene says, wow, wow, just wow. I'm in awe. This show somehow deepened two solid, strong, uh, solid, strong characters even more. I'd read that Natalia worked a lot with Ming-Na this season, but I didn't see this coming. I'm really loving the way that they've been highlighting this characters and duos. That's all I wanted to say. This show was amazing. Yeah, I, this show has always done a really good job of, of pairing up um, the actors and pairings that we haven't seen before. And because this entire cast works so well, you can do that and you get this instant, you get this instant, instant connection between the two. And so having this con- connect between... Um, uh, uh, Elena and 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 May, it works because they've also both been through this trauma before, and yeah. so it works. Deke and 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 Mac, they both lost their parents. Um, I yeah, uh, it's just been it's it's been really good seeing how everyone just works really well together, and it brings described as trauma bonding. Well, yeah. I mean, well, let's be honest here. That's what this show has always been. Yeah. This show has always been a group of a group of agents who bond over their trauma. You know, you got to remember, like halfway through for season one, they find out that they've been they've all been working for Hydra. They're they're the they're they're more sworn mortal enemies, and one of their own is Hydra and has betrayed them. You know. And so their way of getting all everybody had to basically bond together in the end and work through that. And so yeah, they've always had to, Mac and Fitz at first because Fitz, you know, was Mac and Turbo because <laughs> you know it's like they've always had this. They've always had to find ways to bond in between the two be, between each other because that's what they do. That's that's what makes them strong, and it, it's what makes them work because they know. Um, that what they're going through, um, they can get through together, you know? And, um, yeah, I like, I love the fact that, you know, we got a little bit more, not a whole lot more, because basically they kind of replayed what they did in that first, uh, in that last episode with basically Deke saying he had to go after Mac because he knows what he's going through. So he's not alone. But because of that, Mac's not alone and Deke's there and Deke starts that team and they destroy, and at least them destroying, you know, the the the, the Chromacon's time ship. It's like them being together is what makes this work. This all work out, you yeah. know. And so I I love these parents. Love how they do it. And like Gene said in the email, like it makes these characters stronger. It's what it's it's always what made has made Asian Shields such a great show. It's not just that we love the powers, we love speculating about you know what they're gonna do, how it ties to MCU and things like that. But it's like outside of all that, if they tie nothing into the MCU, right. It's still a great show because the the characters have so much depth to them, you know. Like Suza's been with Everything us, has stakes. right? Suza's been with this is Suza's first season on Asian Shield. He feels like part of the fucking team. They gave him a leg, like dude, you're here, you're one of us now. <laughs> you 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 got a Colson leg now. If that shit opens up and fires like and does like, you know, remember Colson's hand had like 
some special features now like, it had a captain america shield right so i'm just saying if you know if Susan's Lake can like turn into i don't know a, a cannon then i mean it's great it's fucking amazing um but like yeah th- this is what this team has always done they bond their tragedy, but then they also bond in their successes. And so it just it it's it makes for these fully ranged characters that, you know, you can get into really quickly. And then there's always something new that you learn about them, like learning more about Elena's background. Yeah. And where she came from. You know? It 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 also makes you understand why they all get along so well together. Because so many of they can relate to each other so well. Maybe not the exact situations, but they've been through so much. Together. So much. Right. So love this show. Love this show. So. All right, folks. Um, we'll be back next week um, to see what happens. Um, and we'll keep asking the question of where Fitz is. And here's the thing I, I'm going to tell people stop asking that question because you're probably not going to like the answer. I, I feel like <laughs> Daniel Barksdale at the end of season one of the wire. Where is the boy, String? Where's Wallace? Just, you know, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. I'm okay with, I just need certainty. I need, you know what I mean? I need I you need want certainty on this show? fucking closure. You know what else? You know what? Just a quick mini right here. Have you seen the new Unsolved Mysteries reboot on Netflix? Yeah, I've seen some of it, yeah. I did not realize how much I need closure. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. The, the case remains open. Like, wait a goddamn minute. So, I so right, right. That's the thing that gets well. So, that's the thing that's the thing that gets me about about the new unsolved mysteries. It used to be unsolved mysteries would get you hit you with like three or four unsolved mysteries, and they weren't that in depth. This one is like an hour worth of in depth stuff, and like you get invested in the end. They're just like case remains unsolved. Wait, what the fuck? I just I just solved it. I solved. <laughs> I did it for hours. It's solved. Is is that show? And then there was another show that's on ID that I haven't seen. In a while. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah, I think it's called. I think I get ID in my house. It, I'm pretty sure. Like I, you don't want to watch you it. and these ID people. You don't. I, you don't want to do therapy. it. There's a show called I want to say called Disappear or something like that, and it's about people that have gone missing. What a title! Right, and the thing that's so bad about it is, it's like there's almost never closure on this. So it's like these it's people not like, a show called Found People. Right. <laughs> I know. So it's like somebody will go like this guy went hiking and and then they never found him and but like but then some people said that they did see him when he went back to town and they looked for his body and they couldn't find like it's all this weird and you're just like so you found him, right? Oh, you didn't? Oh. And then like right like 5 minutes before the episode ends it's like there was new information. That there were bones found in a di- in in the, in in the forest. I'm like, oh, thank God. So I mean, he's bad. sad that he died, but he's there. It's like, but the, after running DNA tests, it wasn't him. I'm like, son of a bitch! Like, <laughs> God damn it! It's like, yeah, no, there's nothing worse than that. Like investing yourself in a whole hour of a mystery, and then going like, and on the next episode, something completely different. Like, no, 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 wait, we're gonna like. They break time. Who knows? We're done here. Wait, Bye. So, like there's been different some times when I've I've gone and been like, oh, this is a case from like 2015. I'm looking up the case, going like, did they find this motherfucker? Did they like what happened with this shit? Is this still you're, going you're, on? You're, you're producing your own update episodes, right? You got to because it's like, yo, so when are you guys gonna update on this? Like, did did they did they find this motherfucker? Like, did, 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 are people arrested? Like, what happened? Oh yeah, no, no, it's terrible, guys. You don't want, <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. I'm like no, unless it's a, unless it's one of the unsolved mysteries on like aliens or something like that. I don't. I, mm, I, I, everybody was excited about seeing unsolved mystery comes back. I was like, 
you got to do realize those were fucking terrifying. Not the alien episodes, but the ones where like people were just disappeared and couldn't find them ever again. That's not enjoyable. <laughs> That's not enjoyable at all. Um, all right, folks. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, for the next episode of Agent Shield. So stay tuned. So again, make sure you subscribe to Super Tuesday Recap on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Spotify. And we'll be back soon. Till next time, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>